And where are you at, like, in the business? Like, how, how many, like, how large are you when COVID hits at this um, point? I'm probably doing about 75 to 100 loads okay. a month. Not okay. that heavy. I'm not that heavy. Gotcha. Yeah, but I'm doing enough to pay the bills. You're, you're right. You're building yeah. back up. I'm paying the bills. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, coming from a conference uh, from Charlotte right before COVID, I think I told you this, I was in traffic and realized the containers. Like, oh, my God, it's containers. That's where the money is. Yeah. When COVID happened, I just was, like, spitballing. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And um, I went to a conference in North Georgia. It's called the Georgia Logistics Summit. They have it every year. Registration is open now. If you're inter- interested in dredge, you should probably register and go to the Georgia Logistics Summit. Mm-hmm. Um, I, there, I met representatives from the port and from Candler County Industrial Authority. Um, my whole intent of going to that conference was for me to pivot. But when I COVID happened, it allowed me to actually sit down and put together all the relationships. So part of the COVID spitball was container storage and okay. warehousing. Got it. Mm-hmm. So there's a new opportunity now. New opportunity. So I started reaching out to my contacts like, hey, I'm looking at this space. I want to do this. And because of those relationships I had formed, it was like, yeah, come on. Got it. Yeah. Got it. So inevitably you grab this space. Yes. The storage space. Yeah. How many acres? 10.65 acres. How do you finance that? Um, it's actually through the Candler County Industrial Authority. Okay. So whenever you come into a, um, um, a space like that, um, and you are bringing jobs and growth to that county. That is an um, an opportunity that's financed and backed more so by the county and the city because they want to help you grow. So the Canlin County Industrial Authority has an initiative with small business owners or large business owners to help you grow there. And okay. so that's through them. So can you get into like how, how that works in terms of like, is this a loan? Is this something that you it's have It's an agreement. To, it's an agreement? Mm-hmm. Okay. And when you, you're, you're bringing things to the table, and they're giving you something back in return. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they're able to, so in terms, it's, it's like you, you're bringing jobs, you're bringing opportunity. You're bringing jobs and, here and growth. Is the, and here is the, the, the land the or whatever land, to do it. The resources, whatever you need to do it. Is this something that anyone could do? Yes, is anybody can do this. How did you, so long, how did you so, know you were able to do this, though? I'm very resourceful. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very resourceful. So um, part of going to a lot of these conferences, um, a lot of the resources that we need to do businesses and meetings and rooms that we don't typically go in. So like the commissioner's meetings, uh, the city council's meetings, um, the zoning meetings. In these meetings, you'll learn about when Amazon is coming in. You'll learn about when Walmart is planning on building a D.C. or Starbucks or Chick-fil-A. And so those meetings are not discriminate for small businesses. It's just an opportunity for you to learn to see where you fit in at. Those resources are still available to you, not just because your name is not Amazon. You just got to make yourself available to it. Okay. And so um, it starts with you creating a business plan, um, understanding where your funding is going to come from, what your strategy is going to be, and what your um, value is going to be to the county. And then you have to approach them. You got to be serious. You can't be John John that just started six trucks and now you want a piece of land. No, no, no. Um, you have to have to have a serious 
business model and you also have to have some references that are willing to back you to say, yes, they're solid. They're going to do great business there. So this is zero money down on your end? Damn, Rami. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Candle County, I'm sorry. Hold on, hold on. I mean, this is like, this is like mind-blowing stuff to me. Like, this is kind of... So I'm very blessed. Um and very fortunate. I started off with two business partners. You know about that. I can't talk about it too much. Yeah. But I do have. I did start with two business partners. But essentially, it was zero money down. Wow, wow, that that's crazy. Zero money down. How do we not know about these opportunities, man? It's because we don't put ourselves in the spaces where the opportunities are. We're putting ourselves in the spaces that glittering or glitzy. That's not the spaces. And no knock or no disrespect to anyone who follow those type spaces. But that's not where the true opportunities are. It's in the spaces that make you uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. For right. sure. Right. Okay. So, blessed with a huge opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, how do we go about monetizing this space now to get started? So, let me, and let me go back really quickly. In Georgia, Alabama, South Carolina, and northern Florida, there are several counties that are poor. Very poor. They can't grow if they wanted to, and they're not attractive to a lot of the larger entities. So they will be willing to do business with you coming in with your dollars to help them grow very quickly. But a lot of people don't know that because you're not looking at them. You're looking at Atlanta. Right. You're looking at um, Miami. You're looking at Houston. You're looking at Long Beach. Those are already developed. So they already got who they want to play ball with. But these smaller counties want to build those relationships and have something to give you, and you have something to give them. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, it make it makes total sense when you think about it yeah. because it's it's nothing happening with it, right? It's, yeah. The land is futile, so yeah. like, why not make an opportunity out yes. of it to bring, yes, generate revenue, tax yes. dollars, jobs, yes. and all that. Yeah. You're stimulating the economy. Yeah, you're stimulating the economy, but because we are so. Um, Socially stimulated, you know, uh, we don't, it, they don't got no mile there, you know, <laughs> <laughs> they ain't got no club, where I'm going to eat at, you know, but that's where the money is, right, that's where your resources, catch a flight, right, catch a plane, catch a train, out, go do what you need to do and come back, where you make your money, that's yeah. what I do, yeah, but that's what stimulates us, and so we miss these opportunities because we're focused on the shiny light, that's what I call it, the shiny light, got it, we want to be where everybody else at. That's why I don't fish in the pond where everybody else fish at. It ain't no fishing now. That's right. Right. That's why it's better and meta. Yes, everything better. <laughs> meta, baby. Come on with it. <laughs> All right, cool. So now you're shifting your focus onto the container storage yeah. business. Yeah. So are you totally letting go of the freight brokerage at this point? Yeah. Are you continuing to run it? What does business look like for you? And we're still we're still like at that part of the story. Yeah, yeah. So pivot into the container storage, get the space, start developing it. Um, once we get everything up and running, um, really that it does not benefit benefit us to be a freight brokerage um, for the type of services that you need to do. So the services that we do are, is called drayage services. Drayage services is essentially a short distance transport of containerized cargo from an ocean port or a rail terminal inland. Okay. Um, and so that sounds like the Webster dictionary definition. Yeah, that's the hope. <laughs> hope white dictionary. <laughs> 
play with your mammy. That's my definition. Okay. I'm just saying it sounded like perfect. It yeah, like, that's even the, like down like inland. Like the yeah. last part of it was like just. That's the whole white definition. Play with your mammy. Okay. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so we started doing trade services as a brokerage. Yep. Um, and oh my God, I think we was making like two dollars on some loads mm. because essentially we figured out that the carrier, the motor carrier. Has the bulk of the responsibility. Hence, they were going to be charging us out the ass. Got it. Um, and then we were trying to play really hardball with the local carriers. We were very, you know, constant about that. And so we was losing real bad. And so we had to pivot and get a motor carrier's authority to be able to benefit profit-wise and make money. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that was the sole reason from switching from brokerage to motor carry. It had nothing to do with the customers at that time. Okay. It was solely so that we could make money. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. we was losing. Bad. Got it. Mm-hmm. Got it. All right. So continue. Keep All right. On. So, damn. Right. <laughs> you know. You you know I'm. A you get is it. draining the swamp. <laughs> do you hear me? Good God Almighty. You know, I'm going to get it. Oh, y'all y'all better not call me to drain it. You better go to logisticallyspeaking.online. That's right. Okay. That's right. That's All right. right. So um, so we get the motor carrier's authority. Um, and from there, um, we're now more profitable and we're more marketable for our potential clients to do business because now we're asset-based, mm. which is essential when you're doing trade services. You have to be asset-based. Okay. Yeah, brokerage is fine. You'll get some business, but you won't be constant. You won't be consistent. Right. The bigger boys of the world call me every week because they don't have enough freight. Right. Because that dredge market freight is given to those constants. I can for sure make sure my freight is going to pick up if you're asset-based. Got it. Do yeah. you have to have a certain amount of capacity or is it just like well, with dredge, as long as you're asset based? Yeah, that's with dredge is very flexible. You can be one truck, three trucks, 10 trucks or 200 trucks. It's okay. very flexible in that market because the customers are very diverse. Your customer base is very diverse. Okay. And you're dealing with more of the importers, exporters of the world. Got it. But now you're running a, a, a motor carrier authority. So now you're adding assets, trucks, yes. so forth and so yeah. on. But this isn't a business that you really like. I mean, you understand it. I ain't no shit about trucking. But it's a new side to the business. Right? I ain't know nothing about so, the. So the, how do we pivot into that? And yeah. So I started learning real quick. And I, instead of me like going to take a whole bunch of classes or like that, I just started asking my drivers, can you help me? Right. Can you help me learn this? And they brought a lot of value to me. And those drivers are still with me. Okay. Um, and so what I did was um, just build out the trucking piece there. So we added one truck, then two trucks, and then three trucks. And then, boom, we get shut down. <laughs> <laughs> if you twisted, confused, or stuck about trucks, don't be dumb. This is the place to come. Truck and hustle. Let's go.